who the fuck am I to speak on this? Like, I'm just, I'm just saying what I'm saying right now. So take this all with a grain of salt. I should have led with this in the beginning before I just blabbed on for 30 minutes. I'm trying to tell you something about my life. You are listening to living our best lives. And the best thing you've ever done for me is to help me take my life less seriously. It's only life after all. I don't remember the rest, but this was my theme song to those who were asking if I was gonna have a theme song. Here you go. Yay. I love you, the Indigo Girls. That was their song, Closer to Fine, but with a twist from me. That is enough of this intro. It's already a minute long. Enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome back to Living Our Best Lives podcast. Woo! I'm back. And you're back, and we're here together, and this is the official first episode, so let's get into it. I had initially had plans to have one of my friends on, but life happens, and we're rolling with the punches. She's unavailable to be here tonight, but that's okay, because we're gonna take this as a chance for me to just kind of channel some messages for you all. You can get to know me a little bit better. As your host, I'm Olivia. You can call me Olivia or Olive. I love either name. But basically, I just kind of wanted to take this episode to talk a bit about career because that is a huge lesson that I am currently going through right now. If you're following the podcast on Instagram at Living Our Best Lives Pod, please follow if you haven't already. You will see that the most recent post I put up there was a series of college graduation photos of me from three years ago. Shout out to Michigan State University and a long caption following it, basically documenting a blip into my career experience the past <laughs> three years. And let me tell you, I'm trying to start and do a career in a global pandemic um you can probably imagine how that went down <laughs> okay so before I really launch into all of the career stuff and by the way this episode is pretty much improv which we're gonna test out how this works with somebody who has uh, ADHD <laughs> and doesn't take any meds for it I don't know about you but I really like writing down my thoughts especially as somebody who you know has a neurodivergent brain chemistry makeup and just really has a lot of thoughts a lot of the time. If I'm not careful about creating time to release them and basically um, have smooth brain, <laughs> let's call it that, aka meditating, running, working out, singing, dancing, all of these things can really bring me back to my natural state, which is no thoughts, just good joyful vibes. What I was gonna say about journaling is that I have, <laughs> I'm looking over, I think I have like seven journals that are just filled to the brim with poems, with scribbly writings, with me just completely upset, me very happy, like gratitude lists as well. You, It's a mixed bag in there. I'm just a firm believer in mental health advocacy and therapy. I mentioned that on the last podcast. Big believer in antidepressants, anti-anxiety meds, other healthy coping mechanisms that you may need to get through, to get by. Um, for me, journaling is one of the huge ones. All this being said, I just combed through some of my journals because I find it really interesting to look back every now and then 
then at where I was a year prior and just kind of see the growth I've made and or what was going through my brain at the time and how most times I think it's the end of the world or you know it's the biggest thing the biggest stressor I don't know how I'm gonna get through it and then I look back and I kind of laugh because of course you know hindsight is 2020 I just gotta look back and send love to past me because you know she was really trying to rest here's something that's really wild that I just found before we kind of dive into the career stuff this was a journal entry that I wrote March 1st of 2020 this is sort of just par for the course of being somebody who's really tapped in as Abraham Hicks always says tapped in tuned in turned on that whole thing if you're familiar with Abraham if not I really recommend looking them up on YouTube they are amazing and were a huge part of my spiritual awakening okay so what's really crazy is that for March 1st my entry I said having another existential crisis WTF is new just really feel on the precipice of something no idea what it is and it's driving me wild I'm like preparing for something huge, but I can't put my finger on it. Have you ever just been like preemptively sad or anxious, but cannot, no matter how hard you try, explain why? Like nothing's quote wrong, end quote per se, but something is not right. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is really fucking weird because lockdown proceeded to happen. Let's see here. I think it was two weeks later. <laughs> so that's wild. Uh, love that for me. One of the things I wrote down was make time for art. I used to always say this, but I have to do it. I've been feeling so creatively deprived and it's literally killing me. Like, fuck. So yeah, time to do... Oh, time to do my day. <laughs> oh, Olivia. So then, of course, what would happen would be the lockdown. That would happen in March. And, you know, I know everybody under the sun talks about their lockdown experience in podcasts and stand-up comedy. It's a huge traumatic thing that happened for all of us, but I don't want to dwell on that part of it. I kind of want to just talk about the repercussions of what it had because, you know, now we are two years out of that lockdown time. Don't worry, I wasn't going to say out of the pandemic because, you know, we're still in this, but two years outside of March of 2020, right? And I had a whole giant shift in that time of what is my purpose because I had attached career to my purpose. Ooh, I attached career to my purpose so hard. And maybe some of you resonate with that. If you do, please DM me, please let me know. Let's chat about it. I mean, it's natural for us to do that considering a lot of like the fear to not end up on the streets. It's always like in the back of everyone's head. We want money to, yes, to get food, to pay the bills, but we don't want to end up on the street. We don't want to be homeless. Like that is, that's scary. Especially if you grew up poor and you didn't have much food, then that can be be a real genuine fear because these are our basic needs. So of course, career is a huge thing for all of us and we attach it to our purpose because it's also attached to money. So it's just this whole cycle. And you know, a lot of us don't ever take the time to step back and really evaluate what that means. And those people probably won't resonate with this podcast and that's okay. Sending everybody love and light because everyone's in a different phase of their journey. There's probably a different lifetime where I just did my career and I would never listen to anybody who told me that like, oh, career isn't your only thing. Like I'd be like, shut up. Yes, it is. <laughs> but something wild that I wrote down in another journal I want to mention was March 6th of 2021. So, okay, a whole year later, all right? I go, life isn't about a career. A career is programming. I am taught my whole life, all of us are, that we must pick and land the most perfect job. But what if there isn't a perfect job for us? What happens if a job is just a job? It doesn't drain us entirely. It doesn't satiate our life. 
satiate satiate it doesn't satiate our life with nonsense it exists to give us money to survive the way we want to survive and then we can have and do what we want and love what fills our souls i'd like that that's my goal i want to travel to engross myself in others cultures arts and nature and to meet other souls both alike and different from mine i'd like time off breaks to reset and recharge both with others and alone i'd like to love god i'd like to love platonic and romantic friend and familial fleeting and permanent and i'll get that then the rest I kind of just talk about my little tortoise and yes I do have a tortoise his name is Bernie Sheldon Sanders he's a Russian tortoise and I love him <laughs> I can't find the specific journal entry that I really wanted to talk about with this I know it's out there somewhere I just I have so much written it's insane so the specific journal entry that I was trying to find was something along the lines and I remember I remember exactly where I was when I wrote this I took myself down to Marina Del Rey and I was meditating and just chilling by the ocean which I did all the time. I miss doing that. I love sitting by bodies of water. It's just so healing and I feel like I get so many messages when I go there. I was sitting there and I remember writing down in my journal, spirit, I don't want a career anymore. I had sort of vilified, vilified? Is that the word? Career as a concept because I worked in the film and TV industry in Hollywood for a bit, slash was networking my ass off to try and get into that industry, working adjacent in it, you know, I mean, still in it, like doing commercials, doing small unpaid web series, pitches for short films, for long films, for TV series, what have you. And I was just quite honestly drained. 2020 knocked me on my ass as it did most of us and made me really really step back and realize like okay you have been straight up identifying as a director producer but now that you can't go out and do it like who actually is olivia hoover because think about it whenever we meet people right we meet them i just had 12 12 e. one of the first things they ask you or you ask them is what do you do because it's like an identity for all of us, right? It's more than just how you make money. It's what you choose to do for 40 hours or more a week, like film and TV. Yo, we were clocking like 60 hours a week, easily. That's how it is out there, it's tough. Production is tough. And to be fair, so is post-production. I worked in a VFX house. That is also tough. We would also do 50, 60 hours. These industries, since it's connected to art and people can really just like hyperfixate and zone out and zone in and just do that shit. Oh my gosh, the time just goes on and on. And then guess what? You're left for like an hour, an hour each night to yourself at max. Some people just go home and just pass out right away. Okay, back to me being on the beach because I definitely got distracted. This is what happens when I'm just free scripting this <laughs> so i'm on the beach and i'm asking spirit spirit listen i don't want a career anymore i think i even yeah i think i was that finite like i'm done caring about a career i basically just want to have a job where i make money and i live my life and i can travel and experience relationships i can get cultured i can make art find community i can do all that right but i don't want a career anymore um i just feel like i don't need it do you hear that ice cream drop? and listen ask and you shall receive is so real. Writing things, speaking things, thinking things into existence is fucking real. Hi, it's me, Olive in Post. I just kind of want to tack on here to a special point to note that that's kind of why I have tried to retrain my subconscious mind from saying and thinking things like my life sucks, everything is, everyone's out to get me, everything's going wrong, I'm so broke, all these things. Because when you think and believe and say these things, you actually speak it into your existence. And that's a tough pill to swallow. Not everyone's going to want to hear that. Not everyone's going to want to talk about that. But I really need to say that right now because it really goes along with what I'm saying. Okay, back to the actually good audio episode. Bye. 
2021 Olivia really did not think that she could find a career or stay in her current field and still have that work-life balance. Because, you know, living in Los Angeles, if anyone has lived in a major city like LA or New York, people will flock there to focus on their dreams, to focus on their career, their jobs. And so it, it's cutthroat, you know, but don't be scared of that. Like you can get in if you just commit and haul ass. Eventually with time, you will get in. If you have the drive and if you have the talent, you'll get in, okay? It might take you a long time. It might take you years, but from what I have, you know, observed and noticed, you can make it. I believe that with anything though. Like if you want to be on Broadway, okay, you can be on Broadway. You will be on Broadway actually. It's not even just that you can, you, you will. The power of our thoughts, the power of writing it down is so intense. All of us forget that we are magic, but when we direct that magic back at ourselves and into like a positive, hopeful way, then we get what we want. I got what I wanted. And let me tell you, after what, over a year of living like this, no career, which means, you know, a part of my identity is out the window. So when I meet people and they say, oh, what do you do? My first gut answer isn't to be like, oh, I'm a barista or like, you know, I work at this retail shop. No, because that does not resonate with my spirit. It doesn't. And to some, it might. How do I phrase this? Basically, if you're in a job that doesn't resonate with your spirit or your soul, then you're not gonna wanna identify with it, right? And I also know people that are in really respectable jobs, right? That's society is like, hell yeah, like you are a nurse. You're killing it. I'm just going to use this as a stock example, but they don't like that job or they know they're good at that job, right? That job pays them their bills. It lets them live the life that they want to live. But when they go there, they do their job and then they leave and then they experience the life that they want to talk about. That's also fucking beautiful, but that's not even how I feel. I'm gonna just go out there and talk about this. I actually recently put in my two weeks at this vintage retail shop I was working at because I just couldn't do it anymore. I literally couldn't do it anymore. The hours were not lining up with my life. It wasn't paying what I wanted. There was constant change because it is retail, right? I can't hate on myself for doing that job. I can't be ashamed of myself for having that job just because it didn't speak to my soul or, or speak to my spirit. It still launched my whole entire move. It still helped help me meet my first friends, help me pay my bills, pay my rent for the past like five months. You gotta just give gratitude to like each phase of your life. I really believe now that you can't just like swear off career. And I'm gonna kind of, I'm gonna get into this a lot more with Emma next week when I bring on my best friend to chat. We're gonna talk about work-life balance because that is a huge thing that her and I love talking about that one. A career, unfortunately and fortunately, is just kind of a part of the capitalistic society that we all live in, especially in America. Who you are, part of it is what you do. Let's say relationships just scarred the hell out of you. So you're just like, I'm not gonna do them anymore. I'm gonna swear them all off in general. Well, then there's a gaping hole in part of the human experience. And I'm not talking about just romantic relationships. I'm saying, what if you had some bad familial ones, friendship ones, romantic, any of it, and you just swore off interacting with anybody? That's what I'm saying. Like cutting out any sort of relationship in your life with another human being. Because I understand totally there's people that don't want to have romantic relationships. And there's some introverts that don't necessarily want to have friends. And there's some people that don't necessarily want to have family, you know? So what I mean is if you just decided, nope, no more people, no more relationships, I'm not talking to anybody anymore. Career at the end of the day, it's not just like how you make money. It's also what feeds your soul. And I know what some of you are thinking like, okay, Olivia, you just had this whole spiel about how career doesn't need to align with purpose. You know, why do I need to have a job that 
identifies with me? Can't I just have a job that pays the bills? And yeah, totally. But then you are kind of left where I was left the past year where I had a job that just simply was a job, but then I don't want to be talked to at parties or I am struggling to explain myself to people I'm dating or my own family or my best friends. I'm struggling with self-esteem and to be proud of myself because I'm not finding enough value or I don't feel like I'm being valued enough at my position. So that's kind of where I shift gears over into a different sort of segment of this. And I will resume that now. But the trick is, and the secret I feel like is from what everybody has told me who is successful and enjoys their life, enjoys their career, is that you just have to find a place that checks off enough of those boxes that lets you do the shit you love outside of it, right? And you feel respected and cared for in that position. So that's kind of like where I'm at now. Um, It's taken a hot minute for me to get to that point. And I can go into more specifics about this. I'm wondering how specific I should get into this right now. I don't know. It's kind of crazy though because I swore off having a career, right? And then I did barista job, walk dogs, uh, DoorDash, you know, worked retail, all these things, yada, yada, yada. And at the end of the day, my soul is just kind of feeling sucked dry. And that's because I'm not doing what I was put on this earth to do, which is to communicate, create, connect, and overall, just be a light worker. I guess I can get into what that means to me. A light worker to me is somebody who was put on this planet to help spread light and lift the vibrations of the collective. I lightly mentioned this in the intro episode, and I'll get into this. A lot of people I'm bringing on identify as a light worker as well. I guess it's sort of like adjacent to empath, but just go ahead and Google it. You'll see more about it. But jobs that are customer service that are not at all what I'm trying to do in this lifetime suck your soul dry because they're actually taking the light out of you. That's how it felt when I would be tasked to go in the basement for like four to six hours and just like punch tags in clothes, um, pricing them for hours. Monotonous work can be fun. You can find joy in it. People who love clothes love that kind of work. Um, You know, I love clothes. I love fashion, but that is not me. I thrive best when I'm engaging with other people, creating dialogue with others, creating space for them to talk to me. That's kind of why I've always been drawn to documentary work, but my ego was like, you're never going to make money with that. So I kind of just swore it all off. I have learned now that having an extreme of something, having only career, and that's my main fucking focus, and then having no career, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. Don't ask me what I do for work. Don't ask me what I'm going to do next. Like, neither of those work. You got to find a happy medium with career. Like, I don't need to love it. I don't need to hate it. I just need to find a happy medium. And I wish I could go back and tell 17, 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old, even 22-year-old Olivia all this shit because I think it would free so much pressure off me to decide a career path that would ultimately be my identity until I retire. That's sort of the pressure that I felt just growing up in this American culture that we all grew up in right now. Anyway... Life is easier, I'd say, and more enjoyable when you do love it. But when you're working a job where you start to feel super miserable and you're looking around and you're thinking long term and you're like, this is just not it at all, you kind of have to do what I did recently, which was this career. I'm just not resonating with it. Why am I doing like, what the fuck am I doing, basically? And I really had to get my head on straight and realize that I was just traumatized to do work in my industry because I was exploited and taken advantage of. 
in a lot of those jobs. And that is tough. If you have had to quit an industry or quit a job and you're debating going back to it, or you were like me a few weeks ago, a couple months ago, a year ago, and you had no idea where to start, that's okay. That is the scariest thing, right? Returning back to the industry that really worked and really served me in a lot of ways lit me up, made me so excited with boundaries now and with a twist of knowing that I'm not gonna get taken advantage of. I know my fucking worth now. I'm excited to do it again. And I actually have a, a really cool interview tomorrow for a job that checks off all the freaking boxes because I decided like, yo, we're gonna make peace with this whole career thing because I deserve to have peace with it. I don't want it to be a sensitive spot where I'm at a party with people I don't know and I'm just hoping they don't ask me what I do. Like that's uncomfortable. And we all go through these seasons where, you know, we can feel lost or we can feel like insecure about a certain part of us, like whether it's body image, whether it's relationships, family relationships, career, sexuality, gender, purpose, passion, whatever. You're never going to feel better with those things unless you look them dead on and see, okay, why is this thing terrifying to me? Why do I not want to talk about this thing? <laughs> Why does this thing make me burst into tears when I think about it? I guess this is the part of the podcast where I just kind of give a pump up speech to be like, hey, if you're thinking about quitting your job, like if your job straight up doesn't fucking resonate with you anymore and or you are unemployed right now and you don't know where to turn, I'm really going to need you to get out your journal and write down a list of things that you want to feel when you have this next job. Write down a list of things that excite you that you could see yourself doing. Because as cheesy as this sounds, we do actually all have the answers inside of us if we only listen to them. And if you've never meditated before, that can be a really scary, strange concept. And you might look to others to give you that guidance. You might talk a lot to your friends. You might do a lot of tarot card readings, get them done, do them to yourself, YouTube them, do a lot of therapy, do X, Y, and Z to try and get these answers. But I guarantee you, your soul is trying to tell you what you should do. So this is kind of me doing this. I'm just getting a straight channel message right now. It's gonna get a little harsh, but I'm just gonna say it. All of the scariest things that I've ever done in my life were the best things that I've done in my life. That was a straight channel message. I just closed my eyes and said that. Like genuinely, the times I took the biggest leaps, the biggest risks, when I, I didn't listen to anybody else, because trust me, in those moments, everyone's like, are you sure? Like if you ask everybody, because they're going to be thinking about, is she going to end up on the street? They're thinking about that and they're leading with fear. No, 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 baby. We can't lead with fear. We can't lead with fear. We have to lead with love. We have to lead with hope, joy, and peace. You have to. Those are the highest vibrations. Freedom, joy, peace, love. They are the highest. The lowest are like fear, worry, insecurity, all these things, right? And they're natural. What if you're saying, oh, I have anxiety, Olivia. Like I literally have anxiety. I understand. I have worked through having anxiety. It's come in waves on and off for years, been on anxiety meds, had some really dark fucking times where I would just have panic attacks constantly. My mind couldn't stop racing. I would be crying all the time. I understand. Um, I really, really, really feel that. And I'm sending you love if, if you, that's how you feel right now. But what I'm saying is that when we can get our mind to quiet, and I know even when you have anxiety, you get those times where you can quiet it all down, right? listen to the little voice most times this little voice and i always say this in tarot readings i do most times the little voice is like you should quit you need to move you need to apply for that you need to tell them how you're feeling yada yada x y and z all these things right Whew. 
this message is just kind of spewing out of me now, but like when it relates to career, I just feel like it's such a scary concept because it's so attached to our identity. But maybe it's just me being a queer person. So identity for me is pretty fluid. It's very layered. Try not to like think about your career as an end all be all. Just think of it as, you know, you're testing it out. Like you're trying on clothes or something, okay? Think of it like that. And sometimes it's, this is easier said than done, right? Especially if a career you wanna try out requires like a shit ton of schooling, then it's not as easy. And this advice is not going to apply to every single thing. And also, who the fuck am I to speak on this? Like, I'm just I'm just saying what I'm saying right now. So take this all with a grain of salt. I should have led with this in the beginning before I just blabbed on for 30 minutes. The moral of this story is that I kind of realized in my own life, ignoring career or trying to, trying to pretend like there wasn't something calling my name, something that I'm good at and something that can make me feel respected, treated well, allow me to live the life I want to live is out there. I'm I'm ultimately hard, hurting myself and hindering myself from having the life I want to live, a well-rounded life. Cuz currently, and this is wild to say, but it's I believe it. It's and it feels true for me. I love all the other parts of my life right now. Like they're flowing smoothly. I love my apartment, I love the city I'm in, and I recognize the privilege that it is that I do have to say that um it took a lot of hard ass work to get here. I love the friends that I have close to me. I love the hobbies I do. I love my girlfriend, the relationship I'm in, my relationship to the divine, to spirit, my body, even the parts of it that normally I will hate on, whether it's excess weight, whether it's pimples, whether it's my hair, whatever the fuck. I'm just trying to reprogram myself to love myself, okay? (laughs) I really am. (laughs) I love the way I challenge myself and allow myself free time and I cancel plans when I wanna cancel plans. There's so many things I love about myself that I really, really struggled with before and or hated and or just didn't have. Um, And I really am in the camp that you gotta, gotta give thanks and gratitude for these things and it's not bragging it's just telling the truth like how many times people ask you oh how are you doing and you aren't doing good okay there's that that's very valid that's very fine but when you are doing good you should be able to talk about that and then you're just going to keep attracting other experiences and other people who also are filled with joy freedom love light and enjoy their lives like That's why these days when I meet people that really hate their lives or hate themselves or whatever, don't look within, don't do that work at all, they're repellent to me and I'm probably repellent to them. I'm at peace with a lot of these things and I wanted to be at peace with career again. So I took a giant leap and I just quit my job. I put in two weeks with nothing lined up, dude. I I literally did not, I still don't have a job lined up and I don't have that much money. Like I recently sold my car, um, so I have some money from that but I also paid off credit card bills pretty instantly from that. So like, this is me taking a leap and the universe will follow. This is exactly how it felt when I moved to Philly with no job, but I had an apartment. How I felt when I moved to LA, no job, had an apartment. Sometimes you just have to do this shit. (laughs) Most times, honestly, most times I feel like you gotta just do this shit like that. Um, And try it even in a little way, just try it. And let me know how it goes. Because ultimately it comes down to 
our limiting beliefs, right? Like we don't think we have enough money. We don't think we're good enough. We don't think we can afford it. We don't think our family will approve. Our friends won't let us. Our partners won't let us. There are so many limiting beliefs, but like if you can just like get quiet, go sit by a little body of water, go sit on your roof, go, if it's safe, go sit on your porch, go, go for a walk somewhere quiet, go for a run, whatever. And just literally listen to your soul. Because I know your higher self is screaming at you to tell you what you should do. I know a lot of the listeners and people that interact with me in, in my life follow this belief system and people that don't really don't resonate with me anymore. Slash, I don't resonate with them. They're in their own part of the journey. I'm on my own part of the journey. It is what it is. Sending everybody love and light. We're all where we're meant to be. Blessed. That's what I believe. But yeah, I guess this whole thing boils down to listening to your intuition even if it seems fucking terrifying, even if you're scared you'll end up on the streets, like we gotta get those thoughts out of here and just believe we are meant to have success. We are meant to have money. We are meant to feel good in every aspect of our life. Like I really do believe that. And I want that for you. And I want that for me. So stay tuned. Um, Hopefully next time we chat, I will have a job. Send me some good vibes. Cheers to taking risks, to listening to our gut and to not doing work that doesn't resonate with us anymore because life's too short for that. It's really too fucking short for that. I just wish you all love and light and peace. I hope you're staying cool and healthy. I'm just really grateful that you're here with me on this journey. I have already just got such great feedback and I'm setting up interviews as we speak and I just, I can't wait to keep this going and flowing and it's gonna be so good. Um, So yeah. I love you. Make sure you're following. If you haven't already given a review, please do that. I would love all the five stars and thumbs up and all all that stuff. Share it with a friend, a loved one. Tag me, DM me, let's connect. Yes, Ah, I'm rambling. Okay, peace.